This is Sebastian Midovicelli. I'm your multimedia editor and your host for Gator Talk, a Golden Gate Express podcast that brings news to S-State students. For more information or coverage, check out GoldenGateExpress.org or at Gator Talk Pod on all social media platforms. So here's a quick preview of the show. I'll be updating the audience with a quick news brief with news that happens this week that matters to S-State students. And here's the news brief. It's April 15th, so that means the Californians ages 16 and up are now eligible for the COVID vaccination. It's now your turn, California. While I have you there, two of the three vaccine types will be available. There's still no data to report why the Johnson & Johnson dose is tied to blood clots in six people. For your safety, the city and county of San Francisco have halted distribution of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. California's economy is still set to be reopened June 15th. Overall, the pandemic isn't over, so please keep on double masking and please get vaccinated. The Golden Gate Express will be at your side keeping you up to date. That's it for the news brief. Today's main story is a real treat. Whichever city you come from, you're bound to an area code. For some, there's a lot of pride with a certain area code. 805 IPA is tied to St. Louis Obispo's area code 805. 305 from Mr. Worldwide, aka Bitbull, always gives a shout out to his city of Miami. Sometimes people take that swagger from a popular area code to be cool, like Kendall Jenner taking the 818 area code, which is my hometown of San Fernando Valley in Los Angeles, to sell her tequila, which there was some backlash. For those who moved to San Francisco to study at a beautiful university, you probably come across the area code 415 for important phone calls, like your landlord, the university, or buddies you make from your classes. Knowing the area code might be your first introduction to San Francisco. The second probable lesson, how to properly call the place where we live. But why does it all matter? Well, the area code for San Francisco is 415. Today is April 15th. So today is San Francisco's birthday. Throughout my reporting since the month of March, I've gone the extra mile to ask sources what they call the places where we live. Simple, right? Well, there's an actual debate on this. You have a group of San Franciscans who prefer Frisco, which is short for San Francisco, and you have another group that says it's San Francisco in full. There's no shortcuts. Terms like the city or SF are somewhere on the sidelines of this debate, where it's somewhat acceptable. Most famously, the Golden State Warriors have a second edition of their jersey which is labeled the city, similar to the town where they used to play at Oracle Arena in Oakland. As for SF, it's just an easy shorthand way to write San Francisco. For full transparency, I don't think I'm doing the justice needed in explaining why. I'm an Angelino who's been living in the city for two years, so I let my sources explain. From the most recent episode, I interviewed District 7 Supervisor Myrna Melger who grew up in San Francisco's Outer Mission after immigrating with her family from El Salvador during the Civil War. Finding out where she stands on this debate was content that had to be cut because it didn't fit the overall interview episode. But here it goes. I'm a Frisco person, dude. (laughs) Because, you know, I... uh, So when we first came from El Salvador, uh, we lived uh, in the Outer Mission, you know? Uh, And so I... um, I remember getting on the 14 bus. I didn't speak English. I had my little trencitas. I was 12 years old. And I remember these cholas looking at me like, 
who are you? Like fresh off the boat, you know? <laughs> and they were so cool with their Mary Janes and their eyeliner and stuff. And I felt like, oh my God. Um, but, you know, that was my introduction to San Francisco. And, you know, then and there, people called it Frisco and proudly, you know, like they have Frisco tattoos and everything. <laughs> so I think it is definitely a, a working class thing and something to be proud of. <laughs> so I'm, I'm definitely on the Frisco camp. <laughs> and in this corner, I have David Miles Jr., godfather of skate, founder of the Church of Eight Wheels whom I met when I was covering a rally for hashtag JFK. San Francisco. It's San Francisco. It's not Frisco. It's not all I have crap, you know. Enunciate! <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, only the pe- people who say those others, they live in Virginia and Alabama and stuff. So even SF or the city, is that excusable? Or? I like the city, yeah. I call it the city too. Uh, but uh, San Francisco it deserves to be uh, pronounced. It's regal, you know. Uh, San Francisco, you know. It's some things you don't cut short. And, but you know what? I I, I don't like to check people on it. it I just uh, when somebody say, "Hey, uh, I'm from Kansas City, right?" And so when I go to Kansas City, they like, "Hey, I heard you moved to Frisco." I just look at them and go, "Yeah." Uh-huh. <laughs> One of the famous people to reach out is Emperor Norton I, the famous tour guide in modern times. But if you ever run into him, he'll be playing the character of the real Emperor Norton, a historical figure who labels himself Emperor of San Francisco. Emperor Norton I can be found in Union Square or around Financial District, giving his paid tour Emperor Norton's fantastic San Francisco time machine. Um, I know we were talking about that you were a, an alumni but didn't graduate. Uh, right. Yeah, I was a, I was a theater major at State for two and a half years. And um, so, what what made you to go from you know theater art major to uh, going on to impersonate um, uh, Emperor Norton? Unemployment. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I took two and a half years of theater classes at State, and aside from like one year being a technical director at a community theater. I didn't really work in the theater after that. I pursued other careers. I spent some time as a, a cook. I uh, did, for a long time, retail management in the art materials industry, ran art supply stores. Then I was a magazine editor and uh, writer. And then right around the year uh, 2000, all those jobs dried up. I was lucky enough to have a job that took me through to uh, 2007, and then I just couldn't find another job in that field because they just disappeared. And so I was underemployed or unemployed for a couple of years and decided to take all the skills I've got, be it acting, improvisation, writing, research, all those sorts of things, and create this with that. And uh, just uh, without you getting into character, um, you know, the... Out of all the historical San Franciscans in um, since the start of like the inception of the city, you know uh, why you know why did you choose Emperor Norton because of uh, like his legacy or? Just... Well, I knew I wanted to be somebody eccentric, and at first I was going to be Mark Twain, 
but I don't look that much like him. And he wasn't here that long. So I was sort of searching for who can I be? And I picked up an, I, I'd been vaguely aware of Emperor Norton. And I'll tell that story in a minute if you want. Um, but um, I was reading a book about him and it sort of, sort of hit me like a lightning bolt that this is who I needed to be. And it was totally the right decision. Do you if, get do you get so much into the character of the actual Emperor Norton from the history books? Where um, I think he said that, or he's being he's always referred to as the person who would give a tax if you mispronounce San Francisco. <laughs> well, so it's, it's actually a fine. It's a proclamation. Uh, whoever, after due and proper warning, shall be heard to utter the abominable word Frisco which has no linguistic or other warrant shall be deemed guilty of a high misdemeanor and pay the Imperial treasury, the penalty of $25. The law is still in effect, but enforcing it's the hard part. <laughs> Do you get a uh, tourists who decide to uh, jab you with uh, Frisco? Uh, not so much tourists because they're warned at the beginning of the tour, not to use that word. But there's a couple of locals who, when they see me, will just say it to get my goat. And they know they'll get a reaction from me, if, especially if I'm in character. You know, then I, they, they're going to get a reaction. I don't, once I put this uniform on and, take, and leave the house, I don't break character. So we're going to take a quick break. Support the Golden Gate Express work by signing up for our online newsletter, following us on Instagram or Twitter at GGX News, and visiting the website at goldengateexpress.org. Interested in advertising with GGX? Check out our advertising page at goldengateexpress.org slash advertising. Seb here again for the main story. One of the latest, one of the last guests to speak on this is Abraham Woodliff, the guy behind the Real Bay Area memes page on Instagram and Facebook. Although he didn't grow up in San Francisco, he's one of the most recognizable pages on social media, and I believe that his opinion matter. San Fran's disgusting. San Fran needs to just go away. I, I'm San, San Fran really does sound like shit. And I'm not just saying that because, like, I'm from the Bay. Just like, hey, guys, I'm going to San Fran. Does that sound like a place you want to visit? Or, like, 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 I think San Francisco, despite all its problems, is, like, probably the most beautiful city on Earth. And to call the most beautiful city on, the, the, on Earth San Fran just sounds fucking terrible. <laughs> like, I'm going to San Fran. I went to, like, shut the fuck up. Uh, Frisco, I have no problem with Frisco. I think Frisco's fine. I know a lot of people like don't call it Frisco, but that's because of Herb Kane. And then that guy's from fucking Sacramento. So who gives a fuck what he thinks? Um, and also there's like this weird classist slash racist undertone. Cause mostly, you know, working class people and black and brown people were calling it Frisco for fucking ever. And so there's this weird class. like, we're not that. Cause San Francisco wants to appeal to this like, kind of like, you know, high society, you know, bourgeois element and calling it Frisco sounds, I guess, you know, not good to them. Or whatever they don't like the way it sounds but fuck that if you want to call it frisco call it frisco people have been calling it frisco forever especially from the mission and you know hunter's point and the excelsior and pretty much any working class community in san francisco has been calling it that so why the fuck would that be a problem so uh, speaking about vallejo and um other uh north bay cities where do you draw the line on what counts as the bay that's tough that's a tough one yeah so i mean <laughs> where, where do you draw the line at least so generally speaking, I, I don't try to be a dick and be like, you're not the Bay or you're not the Bay. It's like, I don't fucking care. You could be from the Bay and be a whack-ass person. 
you know, if, if your if your whole life sucks and you know, and you're working at Taco Bell and your your boss is bitching at you, does being from the Bay really fucking matter, or your city being in the Bay matter that much? But generally speaking, I you know, there's the county rules and there's also just cultural differences. Like, you know, generally the shoreline tends to be more diverse and the valleys tend to be a little less so. Obviously, there's exceptions. You know, Concord has a big Latino community. You know, Antioch is super diverse. Pittsburgh's super diverse. Um, you know, but I, you know, if you're in the county that touches the Bay, you're generally the Bay. Is Napa the Bay? Fucking sure. Is Napa cool? No. Uh, I don't care. Um, Vallejo is definitely the Bay, and it's not helping it at all. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's surrounded by fucking water. You stand on a hill, you see the fucking Bay. Even on a clear day, if you're on a high enough hill, you can see the Golden Gate Bridge. Is that helping Vallejo? Not one fucking bit. So I, I don't know. Is Santa Rosa the Bay? Sure, I guess. I, here's the thing. If you're here, I, actually, I think this is a better definition. If you're 50 miles or less from San Francisco, or you touch the Bay, so no disrespect to San Jose, because I know you're right at that line. They 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 touch the Bay. Uh, then you're the fucking Bay. Uh, if you're more than 50 miles, and especially if you don't touch any fucking Bay water, we're getting we're getting a little difficult. It's getting like Gilroy. I'm sorry. I know you're in Santa Clara County, but it's like really shut the fuck up. Like. And no then, disrespect to Gilroy. So then Pacifica, Half Moon Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, that's the peninsula. Yeah, they're all the bay. Anything with a 650 area code to the bay. It doesn't make these towns cool, but they're definitely the bay. Pacifica's hilarious. They have the fanciest Taco Bell in the fucking world. That's funny. <laughs> you know? I also spent time on social media trying to get requests from people to weigh in on this debate, which was very cool to hear. Here's what some people had to say. Hi, this is Rick Dalton, and I call the city... Frisco. Yeah, I'm a native San Franciscan, 52 year old, Generation X, uh, Western Edition, currently living in Basoma, rental apartment flat for 28 years now, feeling stable and secure. So I refer to San Francisco, to the city. And then when I'm telling people about it, it's San Francisco. But also when I'm writing about it, I abbreviate it to SF. So my preferred terms are San Francisco, SF, or the city. SF is shorthand. Um, which we don't say that, I usually just write that. I also write the city, and also San Francisco. So good, you gotta spell it out. Hi, this is William Campero. So, you know, we spoke just a moment ago. So I've been a native here, born and raised since 1970. My family came from Peru. Uh, to live here. We lived out in the sunset, so it was mainly Irish uh, community. So I was mainly raised white, and probably once a week I would be Peruvian, where that's where my mom would cook food and family. But for the longest time, um, I've always known it as the city. And the reason why is because whenever I went to different parts of the area, such as uh, Vallejo, Stockton, Sacramento, uh, Morgan, uh, Monterey. They say, hey, are you heading to the city to have fun? Yeah, that's where we're heading. So that's what it's always been termed. And that was the episode. This is Sebastian Nina Buccelli. I'm your multimedia editor and your host for Gator Talk. New episodes will premiere Friday morning, so stay tuned. And with that, I'm signing off. I love you, San Francisco.